0: guys i want to start this one out with a cheers it's the top of december i'm in a festive mood let's go boys
1: yeah, cheers. all right cheers cheers hell yeah fucking right 10 years to take care let's get a bottle boys <laughs> that's right
0: mm-hmm. you guys are listening to audio ecstasy this is the show where the boys make the noise i'm danny van zandt i'm here with my co-host
1: hey hey this is dylan hughes name back at you again
0: yeah, baby, we got a guest on the show. We got Keanu Noel. Keanu, how's it going? It's going pretty good. Thanks for having me, man. Thank you, man. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. All right, so we're going to start with an intro question that we always ask first time guests. I want to hit you with it. All right. Get a feel for you musically with two quick brush strokes. First part of the question: What was the first CD you ever bought? Second part of the question: Who is the most recent artist you've gotten into?
2: All right. So, uh, first CD I ever like bought or like physically like sought out for was a uh nickelodeon cd with britney spears and aaron carter on it i, I love candy yeah, yeah that was my shit uh, back a in the day. right there though i'm into that right there <laughs> banger
0: dude that's that's you don't These know are right team pop state oh yeah no we're i am venturing was... close to like a backstreet boys reference
1: <laughs> yes we are getting very very close oh, there, backstreet it's on up. there, there were sure. backstreet
2: boys on there oh do you remember what it was i do not it's probably like one. Danny's gonna want to know this. So we oh I, man, I, 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 have we get need that, that number or crunch or I know. to be like that looking way, stuff up. Yeah, bro, oh, is our number
1: guy. crunch man. That's our number crunch guy. Yeah, he's a mm. guy. Uh, great, great record though. I mean, I don't remember. I probably wouldn't know anything on it but that. Although, as I say that, you know, I'm sure that there, there are a couple other ones that I'd recall. But I, I barely remember that song. But uh, that is such oh, an interesting okay. kind of. Oh no, I, I do remember that <laughs> hook is undeniable. But <laughs> it is such an interesting kind of time capsule. I'd be very curious to hear like the rest of the stuff on there
0: it's like a, that's the a, who is it that's the uh, bow wow kids or what's their name from the 80s it's a pre-existing song mm-hmm. like some like new wave kind of thing mm-hmm. anyways what was that was that like a soundtrack for something or was, was Nickelodeon it was
2: just, just like out a mixtape like some kids Nickelodeon <laughs> mixtape <laughs> yeah <laughs> I love that <laughs> summer 2000 presented by nick and i got on cd and i had my little cd player you know and i'd ride my bike with him it's like uh, yeah, you were loving it oh I was fucking loving it
0: yeah all right so second part of the question who is the most recent artist you've gotten
2: into Ooh, recent is scarlord british rapper totally unfamiliar do you know yeah that?
1: i honestly he sounds like somebody that you may have brought up to me but i not, like i've never listened to the music i just have heard the name before but
2: oh i never shut the hell up about him British great puts a lot of yeah. metal into his stuff i love it does the vocals real great okay recently dropped an album has he been Definitely around for a while yeah actually that's the messed up part so in like three or four years that i've been listening to him and i've just been standing him the whole time yeah Mm-hmm. you a about big like every release big british hip hop guy i like him i like uh skepta yep kai gigs oh hell yeah gigs. yeah gigs. gigs i was talking to McCray Kano. the other
1: day i'm <laughs> off doom <him>. you know <laughs> i do kind of feel like <laughs> i got sick now. what's up mm-hmm. gigs and
0: i don't i'm going to go broad just cuz i know nothing about it i'd rather be controversial than be safe with this i feel like a lot Please. of british hip hop sometimes sounds like like when like an uncle tries to rap or something like oh yeah like, no. like mm. at
1: like a slower pace and oh, just yeah, like using very like I, I would love to hear you and ian just argue about uk rap because he loves so much of that stuff but i i absolutely agree that there is just a very kind of like specific sort of flow and like tone and like a, you mm. know just yeah. aesthetic to a lot of that stuff that but feels I very it. i do love it like yeah there's i mean a lot of the stuff that i do like for sure it's really I not I my see what you mean
0: yeah it's just like some <laughs> of it's funny it's like I was in the car going to the bar. Like it's just like very like right on. Right? Yeah. You guys want to get into it? The main topic for the yes, yeah,
1: the hip hop across uh, the pond, back over this side of the place. <laughs> Ten years back. Uh, oh man, what a time! What a time! What a time! Have were you guys listening to uh, a lot of hip hop back in 2011?
2: Either of you, Keanu, that was definitely like my musical awakening when I started getting into like a lot of music and started like really branching out. But the big influence then for me was like Tyler the Creator, um, mm, lots of Waka, fucking Flocka. Fucking Right. Oh if it was, yeah. Like, angry and aggressive. I was all about it. So like yeah. all of odd future. And Tyler was a
1: huge flocka guy for sure, I'm sure still mm-hmm. is. Oh yeah, yeah. That's sick.
2: I love their track together, uh, I'm a hater. I'm a hater. <laughs> <laughs> is Waka still making music? Mm not that I know of. He's fully removed. Need he recently comeback. got a degree though, so Did shout it? out to him. What in what you know? I think criminal justice. <laughs> all right, okay. Damn. Could not have seen that
1: coming. That my, wouldn't rim. have been my first guess, but all right. Flock of Valley, feel like, it, like there was that definitely left ripples. I mean, I didn't listen to that really at that time, and I'm still not super familiar with uh, Waka Flaca. Like, I haven't listened to a ton of stuff, but like, I do remember just that record. People were just losing their shit over, and mm-hmm. like, yeah, the early OF stuff. Like, I was definitely aware of God. Uh, the Yonkers and like the OFT Volume Two for sure. I'm mean, not even, I mean, eventually Goblin. Maybe not maybe not, might have been a year after when I finally get around to it. But like, it just was something that I was not super into at that time. But it, like, definitely made him impression around a lot of people around me. And like, definitely. yeah, I mean, it is interesting thinking too about a record like Goblin because it's so very much of that time and so far removed from what I was doing right now. And it's just so hilarious to listen to back. Like, I listened to it uh, earlier this year when we were doing like before the Tyler uh, episode, and it's just. Some of that stuff, it's still like I'd I love a handful of those tracks on there, but like so much of it is just like so ridiculous. And like the fact that it got released on Axel is just amazing. I mean, the fucking the record that like Adele was on—it's just—it's so good, and it just, it's just—it's h- so hard to imagine that he got to deal with the stuff that was on Bastard and the uh, Radical mixtape, and but yeah, yeah. So peak, we should take Tumblr, era, baby.
0: Today we're taking a look back ten years later at 2011 in hip hop, mm-hmm. seeing kind of what that year looks like now. It seemed like it was a big year, like sort of a. Uh, paradigm shift that year a lot of big artists kind of came out that year tyler who we're talking about i feel like really kind of
1: like things. that was that yeah year. 2010 mm-hmm. 2011 for sure like yonkers yeah.
0: video when did that come out it's 2010 like, that was 2010, like okay. that was like
1: really when goblin dropped that was i mean really kind of cemented things but like the yonkers video and like that earl mix that tape RF were really tape, like 2011
0: too. and that yeah
1: mm-hmm.
0: so it's coming out yeah so i mean when i'm thinking about the big artists from that year and you guys throw some more at me here that i feel like we're like new and popping out that year for the first time we've got tyler I mean, like like we're saying, (laughs) kind of just like As, like, the Grammys idea of a best new artist. Like, maybe Mm -hmm. been around for a couple years, but, like, that's the year you kind of, like, yeah, well,
1: that's the important thing, too, with this stuff is obviously every artist is different, but there is something that's interesting about a lot of these releases. And so, like, with, I mean, there's a lot that come to mind. I'm sure you're going to, I mean, I already know a bunch off your head, but there's interesting things with each one of these. I mean,
0: I feel like the big artists that year, Tyler, Rocky, ASAP Rocky. mm -hmm. Uh, I feel like that year you see Kendrick kind of emerge. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Then. Obviously, he's been around a couple years already at this point, but I'm going to throw him in the mix because this is when he sort of like found his sound, Drake with Take Care.
1: That's just undeniable. I mean, that's the whole genesis of why and we that's decided what we're talking to this too, episode in the first 10 place. Years,
0: it's, we're in December now, but a month ago, Take Care came out, 10 years yeah. anniversary.
1: And that's mm. undeniable as a pivotal thing. So with all those artists, it's absolutely true. I mean, you know, Kendrick Lamar sec- of uh, yeah, Section 80, I mean, that was his debut album that was coming off of those mixtapes, and it was just the moment where it, it really became evident to a much wider swath of people just how incredible he was. Yeah. And like yep. he was just, just still so hungry and everything. He was releasing really music too. It had a pretty prolific clip, and it, I mean that was definitely a culmination of sorts for him. And same. With Drake to a lesser degree, as far as prolificity and. Um, Schoolboy um, Q? Maybe, well, that's maybe? the interesting thing, too. Schoolboy yeah, yeah. Q and Absol both released their debut records that year, and they both kind of blew up the following year with Control System and uh, Habits of Contradictions, respectively. But, like, mm-hmm. their debuts came out that That was, like, really a Black Hippie kind of forming, a, like, a lot of the big names from that were kind of forming their identities in that year, and mm-hmm. all three of them really erupted in 2012. But, like, the groundwork was laid that year. For those guys um so who else went asap rocky obviously mentioned so yeah i mean that that was i mean i still so i listened to that record uh for the first time recently oh, we were going to talk ASAP. about this live love asap yeah the only one of his releases that i hadn't heard uh up until like a month or so ago and it was just because it was on spotify and we we're gonna talk about it, and it's like okay now is the time and you know not crazy still about the whole thing but it oh, is surprised. like Oh, well, I think it's the it probably is the best thing that he's done. Honestly, like yeah. it, it yeah. really is. There's some stuff on there that I like quite a bit. Like it really is that kind of thing where it's like, oh, some of this stuff kind of towards the end bleeds together a little bit. Like some things kind of overstate their welcome. But like, especially you know, the first three songs are incredible. Um, and it just like the aesthetic of it, the tone. It's just like so. I mean, it feels very singular, despite again how much that's like influenced a lot of stuff. And there's a lot of stuff that kind of draws from that. But like again you know shout outs out to clams casino and a lot of the other guys that worked on that i mean that whole like woozy you know what became known as cloud rap and like the sort of like houston or new york by way of houston like slightly psychedelic kind of new york thing i mean it was That's just like yes mm-hmm. absolutely yep. it was like just so unto itself and i mean i think that record does hold up quite a bit 10 years out oh god yeah
0: kiana were you a rocky fan and were you though um, absolutely were so, you into
1: that then Oh yeah, it, I was um, gonna ask you too. We talked about Keanu. Were you, you were in the Rocky at that time, or that happened that, a little when bit that later? When that tape came out, because I know I, you were at Drake in like 2011, basically. Yeah. Um, so
0: I that year was my freshman year of college, and that was definitely like I feel like for most people that's a big year for them with music. And I remember that fall getting Take Care like the week it came out at Meyer, like up in Grand Valley, just making that drive down Lake Michigan, hit Meyer, grabbing Take Care, being really into it, um, and then in spring i want to say 2012 then it would have been of that mm-hmm. year same school year but like technically 2012 yeah that was when i really got into live love asap and i was like ups, me and the goon and
1: nick were nick like yep, of course yep.
0: and i want to say mccray i mean we were all just like like that shit was just like a first for us i don't think any of us had like really gotten into like southern hip-hop so to hear like, like okay. those flows and stuff yes. is brand new
1: that's and a you, huge thing if you don't have like that kind of because i'm not going to say that i know a lot of that stuff but it is just such a hyper realized futuristic sounding like you know potent ver- distillation of what that kind of thing is with yeah. a lot of other things but and it's I feel
2: like wild
0: that, that was the first time too when like the um, the music outlets that i was familiar with like like a pitchfork or something like that or a stereo mm-hmm. film, were starting to cover that kind of like hip-hop too like that felt like they were And so, like to me, this is all new stuff. It had kind of like you go back, and I guess like my understanding is that Rocky's someone who actually like wears his influences pretty like obviously on his sleeve. Yeah, for sure. But I wasn't too familiar with Three Six outside of like, Mm -hmm. uh, and I didn't know UGK. Like, there was like so. To me, this was all just like what the fuck you're seeing like these rappers
1: covered like these like indie rock royalty and it was just like oh shit this is the new vi- this is just the wave this is where we're at like it's just there's so much happening right now
0: and the aesthetic package it was all like so cohesive and yeah. perfect and that cover rest so piece, iconic
1: rest in peace he just like really just laid some incredible groundwork for that crew just you know pour one out for the homie yep um so it was just interesting to think about like so real quick 2011 was probably only listening to like as far as even remotely hip-hop concerned stuff stuff is you know concerned hip-hop adjacent or otherwise like Kid Cudi and Jurassic 5 like realistically like <laughs> mm-hmm. a little bit of Public that's, Enemy a little some Kanye West didn't mind some Eminem obviously but like it just was so limited and sad and uh, yeah. I was not aware of like I was aware of Drake but I didn't take him seriously and it was like kind of blew my mind when I got to college to hear you and like uh, Brandon fucking talk about Drake like, just, Really, like seriously, was, it was just like I couldn't wrap like, my head around for a while he was still the Degrassi and, kid then <laughs> <laughs> wheelchair Jimmy um, that's yeah. right yep. and uh, with uh, ASAP Rocky when that first record came out the studio LP, uh who's it? uh long, long live, live asap yeah There's really did not well i did, not, well, I did not care for that record at all and i honestly i kind of want to listen to that again because i think i would enjoy it a lot more than i did at that time and i always loved the production but that was really at a point where i was kind of really putting a st- uh, you know stick in the ground as far as like the kind of rappers that i would ride for and you know tyler and earl were those rappers asap rocky was not that rapper and in my mind mm-hmm. there was like a very strict divide between you know the quality of like Odd Future releases and ASAP um, Mob releases, and then like the some ago yeah. I know it's incredible. <laughs> Tyler and Rocky become like the best, best buds, bros. and I see them both. Uh, <laughs> I see them both live. I think you were at that. No, no, maybe you weren't. I, I, was, I was talking uh, to Nick about no, this recently. That you were at the one after that that we saw him. um But yeah, ASAP and Tyler tour together, and then just like in videos and collaborating. Oh, you know, it's just was amazing. The one of that's the one the year after. Oh, was DTE? That was uh, DTE. Okay. Yep. Yes, DTE that's the one. Danny Brown. Danny Brown of Staples, baby. Wow, that. It's all my fucking haters. Unreal, baby. Yeah, potato salad is sick as hell. So, yeah, that is just incredible, like, in retrospective, and, like, you know, if it, it, it it's kind of interesting because it's like I love artists like Playboy Cardi, who I've talked to you about Keanu and Danny too, mm-hmm. it, a, a little bit. And he's absolutely the kind of person that if I listened to in college, I would feel the sort of the same. I can see myself feeling the same sort of way about and who I absolutely adore as an artist, and it is so so interesting to see this stuff evolve. And he's obviously very into the days Rocky, among other people. And you know, it's that Rocky. I don't know if he straight up discovered him. He definitely like was the sort of. Um, helped uh kind of protege yeah that's exactly right yeah that's a good way to frame it so like you know he owes a lot to him literally or just like you know sort of uh, career-wise and uh, sonically or whatever but like you know eh, i do think a lot of i've grown to appreciate a lot more that sort of stuff than i had at that time but yeah it is i mean that was such a huge very kind of specific thing. The whole, what ASAP Rocky was coming out of, like the Clam, or the Cloud Rap, you know, Clams Casino, Lil B sort of thing. Like, that was just Mm -hmm. really, like, internet era stuff kind of exploding in a really exciting and new way. And um, somebody else that, I think is going to come up too, along with discussions of Rick, is like The weekend And mm-hmm. obviously, The, the mm-hmm. weekend you know, not a rapper per se, but like very much, you know, an artist born of the internet, somebody that was like, you know, wanted to be the next Michael Jackson, but it's also like sampling cocktail twins and like, you know, obsessed with like a lot of other just like 80s dream pop and, you know, new wave, whatever the fuck else. And it was just so interesting to hear just the way that like just music in general is kind of shifting and, you know, they just, this stuff couldn't, wouldn't have existed just in that kind of way a couple decades ago but yeah you know, the whole um, industry was changing that year really. yeah yeah it was dramatically yeah. shifting i mean we we like the post soldier boy viral sort of fame thing and i mean Odd future just erupting like the year before basically with their old tape and yonkers i mean you know it was just that was why he had that xl deal and was able to release goblin on there in the first place
0: well i'm loving this like personal angle where we're talking about where we were in 2011 Keanu, like what were you listening like to, do to this, and, baby <laughs> i love it i love it like when we filter it through personal memory so in 2011 like what are you listening to who were the big artists for you that year that were coming out?
2: Alright, so hip-hop wise, I was uh, You can say anything, but like, yeah,
1: obviously specifically I'm curious, but like, just in general, where were you at? Ooh, just in general? Yeah, man. Okay. Please.
2: So, I was big into, like, screamo, metal, mm-hmm. like, real alternative, real different shit. You know, I had to be the biggest nonconformist there was. Sure. Just, no, I don't listen to the popular shit, even though I'm banging Flock of Ellie at the top. <laughs> <of> the <laughs> so <speakers>. good, dude. <laughs> but, um, so lots of Tyler the Creator, lots of Ismthof. I set my friends on fire. Who was this? Them. Who? I set my friends on fire. Oh, okay. Totally unfamiliar. Love them. Okay alternative screamo lots of like techno stuff in their first album Every, okay some can't spell slaughter without laughter is that that's, that's a, the first album first album okay yeah they were like so they dropped in like that early youtube area era and they did like a video with smosh like two of them sex ed and sex Head rock like hmm. sex ed rocks and then sex Head rocks too that is
1: just such peak yeah that is such a time capsule
2: sort of thing that's a yeah. 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 (laughs) six head rocks and then welcome to high school that was the next one (laughs) yeah but um i'm getting there and i'm like in the 10th or 11th grade and listening to a lot of Tyler the Creator, just angry ass shit, reeling my feelings. Everything sucks. Right? How
1: would you feel about making a record like Flower Boy or Igor at that time? Would that really bum you out? Probably. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Little like 13, 14 old me, 15 yeah, old me just like crying. I'm sorry
1: for the DJ. I just, it's so amazing to me. It still just, yeah, it kills me.
2: Mm-hmm. You no wouldn't emotions. expect it, but no. it's like, I definitely see him like lasting another ten years. He is
1: somebody that's going to make all the distance for sure.
2: Like, yeah. without, I in my mind, without question. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I, I think he'll always like be making... Figurative.
0: Yeah, I feel like he's like a career artist who will always be making...
1: Making music in some capacity. He might yeah. just stop making records and try to just score stuff indefinitely. But, like, he's mm-hmm. going to be making music, I think, in some capacity. It's hard to imagine him stepping away entirely.
0: I kind of hope he has... Uh, like a like a low point though too like the way bowie and neil young and like be you know, interesting like because like, those are fun later like yeah. to look back at like i want to see what like tyler's which, like 2030s look like it
1: feels yeah no
0: it's it, not like a maybe it's like a creative high point actually but just a period where his shit's so out of touch with like what everyone else is doing or something
1: yeah which honestly is how it kind of sounded for a while just like the first couple records for sure and like it, it definitely is like artistically like a low point given what's He's done so far, um, and yeah, out of touch in that sort of way, and just on its own path. But it is interesting to think about like artists like you had mentioned, where it's like they're veterans within their career, and it is That's something where it's I'm, just like, like they've reached a point where they're like middle age, and they're clearly no longer with that. And sort of like, oh, what are they going to do left of their own devices? With like, is it going to be like, or just well, just a matter of like how much they sort of acclimate to the current landscape, how successfully that happens, or like how far off on their own kind of beaten path that they go? Is it a, like how much of a need because he is. Very much somebody that's just gonna follow his own muse for better yeah. or worse, and like that's what made his album so uneven and you know bloated for a while in the first place, and what makes his music again in general so fascinating and him as a person so fascinating in a very general sense, you know, right. as well. But um, as far as I, would, I do want to circle back though to like just other artists though that were kind of popping off that year. Yeah, I mean, yeah. When I think about twenty eleven too and hip hop, the biggest person that comes to my not as far as like necessarily influence because I do think like influence wise, I mean, it really would be. I think, Take Care by Drake. I mean, that's like, as far as a record goes, like that's like the big one that just like, continue. we continue to see just like ripples of influence. I think even if that's not the Drake record that a lot of like fans and artists necessarily are going to go to bat for the most out of what he's done, I still think that's a record that's very influential and like very much like set the tone for a lot of what happened immediately following that.
0: Yeah, I think the production on that is like one of the biggest influences of the 2010 sound of like the, the hazy, like drums are, like, it's not as bass-heavy, it's like everything's, and it's like a four-chord progression that just loops. Like, I feel like Halsey in, like, a way is, like, the end of the road of where... Hmm, and like, interesting, like yeah. i t- something that
2: yeah. started making even more of a wave. Hmm. Chief Keef. Oh, oh yeah, that's Is that true. 2011?
1: That, well, I was gonna say, is there a specific record? Because, I mean, I, I think, in general, Chief Keef is definitely more influential yeah. than Drake on, like, a lot of hip-hop, especially just, like, right now. Oh, yeah. But, um... I can't really pinpoint any specific Chief Keef. Finally
2: belief. rich, I want to say. Okay, his right on. Album. Yeah, so, that, that's a fair like, case. Like, case in point,
1: he's—I'm not that familiar at all, but he's an insanely landf- like it's just ridiculous how much stuff just exactly. sounds like Chief Keef or oh, you know, whatever you, is just like in that kind of lineage.
0: And you know who else came out that year? Because I always get his album title confused with Chief Keef. Finally rich. Mm-hmm. Big Sean finally famous. Uh, okay. That is that his true. first record? It's his first studio album. Okay, We've been gotcha. Putting out, like, word, tapes. Yeah.
1: So what I was gonna say though is, uh, for me, like the high point of twenty eleven hip hop in twenty eleven is Danny Brown's Triple X. Like that to mm. me is like mm. another Detroit, two back to back Detroit yeah, references here. I mean, th- this is like the. I mean, this record's outstanding. I I, I love Danny Brown in general. I kind of Same here. I have. A, he's one of my favorite. Rappers of all time, one of my favorite artists of all time. Period. Truly, I mean, I think him, Tyler, and Earl Those Sweatshirt are among champs. like. <laughs> Cheers, everybody! Hey, come on in, boys. Cheers, Doc Rock. Come on in. Um yeah no I mean he's definitely just an all-time favorite artist of mine bar none no questions asked and I kind of go back and forth my favorite record of his but triple x is really kind of where it all started for me and I got into that uh to go back to like the uh mbv d'angelo thing of getting into artists right before they release a major work thankfully I haven't had to wait as long for the follow-up but like I got into right before old came out like a month or so it was just like 2013 and I was riding high off tyler and earl and I was like oh my god how have I been sleeping on this dude and then old drops a month later and I'm like oh he's one of the greats Trapping <laughs> <He's laughs> classics back-to-back but like and then yeah, atrocity, a, a, well, atrocity yes that, do you that call, would you consider that a classic though or no? I would yeah okay. I think he's really three classics so back for bow, sure bow. yes I oh, do yeah. think he's like one of the yeah. great artists of the last decade without a question and triple X is just such a fascinating record of just you know Uh, just extremes i mean it's just such depravity and like just ridiculous like sexual kind of escapades and like the highs and the lows yeah the most harrowing you know just nightmarish poverty stories that you've ever heard it's just like so startling how he juxtaposes these on this record and uh skywalker's production is just so fucking wild it's just like barred this is like he danny brown's one of those rappers that really has stated and proven that he can really just rap over anything it's very Mm -hmm. like mf doom in that way where it's just like Maybe not as uh, with his approach to copyright, but like certainly his his, uh, willingness to rap over whatever, and like his his beats have gotten uh, just more obtuse and weirder as time's going on. But on Triple X, I mean that shit like it's still just so fucking wild and so interesting to hear just the different inflections he uses for different songs and stories, and the way he kind of juggles that back and forth. I mean it's so just fascinating to hear you know him kind of. Whatever his artistry crystallized, sort of on that record in a way, and he'd been you know making music for well over a decade before that. But Treblox is really like the, the first, I think, classic record that he put out in a series of them, so Absolutely. that's like the one for me that year, without a doubt.
2: That I love that record too. That uh, there's a few songs on there that straight up make me cry, yeah. Cause oh, like, yeah, I've yeah, been can... through some of that mm-hmm. that he's been through, so it's it really hits you know, mm-hmm. those heartstrings, it makes me feel all those things again, but in a good way. He's like, you're not alone, you know. He sees you. Yep. Yeah, yeah it's so vivid. It's so just he's insane. He's someone whose catalog I
0: still need to...
1: Oh, yeah. This I is, have not this, done th- the work. I think this really is a great place to start. I mean, you know, with certainly older Trost exhibition, they both give... You know, it's not like the most uh the ba- i think dribblex really kind of distills like the best idea of yes. what danny brown who he is as a rapper and an artist in general it's just yeah, like okay. that's the that, that that's really the one that i would, I would recommend and it, it probably still is my favorite of his but like i go back and forth with that atrocity and i listened to old again recently this year and i do think it holds up better than i thought i would than i thought it would but uh all great stuff great discog and um so that europe sorry um other artists that i so interestingly enough um this is that was the year the first the year that the first uh push a t solo album came out and is like really wow well that's not obviously a big record that was like the one that kind of sh- showed that he could go the distance as a solo artist and like obviously was that fear of god yes that's right everything i think fear of god too maybe but like all the same like that was like his first solo record on good music and it was just sort of an interest like that really i mean it had trouble in my mind the tyler creator uh, featured song and i think yeah rick ross and whoever i just a handful of other features on there but like really impressive just to, again him coming off of just being in clips and like i think that you know hell hath no fury is still the best thing he's worked on but like i love Push It. as a solo artist and that record still holds up pretty well and another one too that is kind of the last of the solo sort of a trajectory that uh comes to mind for me as well is uh i'm not sure if either of you listen to this but killer mike's pledge it's like the last one that he worked on oops uh it's the last uh record that killer mike worked on before teaming up with lp to work on his records and uh like rap records. music yeah rap music and cancer for cure in 2012 so like this is uh killer mike just the 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 best thing he has done like before working with lp and he's released a couple of solo records but like this one is a it's a I mean a really just like solid hold, bars holding on good like solid range on here wrapping over like here's a fly low beat towards the end I mean it just oh, it goes fun. to some weird places and it's just like it's great to hear just how you know strong he had been for so long before you know he was really kind of got best known for the you know the Run the jewel stuff and a lot of those records are incredible. I think rap music's an amazing arcade but yeah Pledge is still very good as well.
0: you know who else came out that year hmm. J. Cole.
1: Oh, is that the... You're the J. Cole this debut. Is, this is...
0: I mean, this is... I'm telling you, this is a freshman year like no
1: other. No, no oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, was. yeah that was gonna like, I, I glossed over the Big a Sean class. thing, but, like, Big Sean is absolutely part of, like, class of, like, made, like... And again, I... I We've talked about Big Sean a handful of times in the past, and I don't care for his music whatsoever, but it is, Would you, know, you say
0: he was the the biggest mistake of his career, signing him to good music? <laughs> <on a> recent,
1: <laughs> <laughs> even, we haven't talked
0: about the Drake I mean, Champs interview as at all yet. Yeah,
1: no, we haven't. I don't know if have seen this. any of that. I know exactly what you're quoting. I watched Uh-oh. part of it, and uh, as far as that's concerned, I mean, hey, hey, as far uh-huh. as good, good music's concerned, like their roster, I mean, that's definitely up there, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, yeah, not an artist I care for at all. But again, undeniable staying power. Like he's an artist that people love, and you know, it's just I, like I, I, you know, the appeal's there. He was a major like kind of figure the last, you know, whatever. It's so basically up up to like Dark Sky Paradise and everything on after that, I don't think anybody cares about. But he's super hit or miss know. for me. He has like oh, really? some
0: verses that I think are just incredible, though. Like really? I feel like hmm. like uh, like a lot of the stuff on Cruel Summer, like Mercy oh, okay, and. What's the other big one off that? Uh, Click. He kills those two. I actually do Ooh, think his verse on Control. I know, like everyone loves to mock him because he's.
1: I don't even remember anybody. Else? Remember <laughs> Control. It was Kendrick. I was saying, Jake, I, I John only John remember John Ken Kendrick's started, the Kendrick's me. verse, yeah. and it was already just so much about more about just the discourse around Kendrick's verse and the verse itself. But I don't remember anything else about that song. And the, well, the funny thing was a couple years later, Big Sean was like, "I thought I also kind of killed that
0: track," and like he <laughs> was like upsetting. <laughs> but I really, I remember at the time when it came out, thinking like like Kendrick's verse was two times longer so it was just easy to like okay you did it sweet but mm-hmm. I remember thinking at the time like I'm kind of more into Sean's and like i obviously a way bigger Kendrick fan right but like I do think that's like a, a on some level a testament to like he's made an impact on I mean like I do think he is like a a great rapper are you can are you a absolutely. Sean fan
2: oh absolutely okay yeah. so people really don't give Sean a lot of credit and no it down. A lot more. Like people. <laughs> hell yeah, let's go. Credit for his lyrical ability. The dude's real witty. He's real good with his flow. He can really do whatever the hell. I mean, he the
0: wants super duper flow. Like the guy definitely
1: like.
2: Oh, he can rap. I'm not. I never pay, would argue and, that and, he like, can't rap. Away,
1: he right. just. Exhaust me. He, like J Cole's in a similar lane. Where I mean, again, uh, Big Sean's not as like you know, kind of heavy-handed and like totally sort of coming at it from the same place of exhaustion as uh, J. Cole is. But like, they both just just wear me down. Like I just really can't with a lot of their lyrics. But they I both can. <laughs> they both can fucking rap. There's no doubt about that. No doubt in my mind. Here's
2: but my here's Big Sean now. Oh, you're going J I'm Cole just, now. Okay. I'm just a little sick of his ego. It's like i'm done hearing you say you're the chosen one my guy he's very he can be oh, a little self-righteous sometimes I do think, yeah, yeah
1: all the time did you see the like the no name like the when no name dissed him and like he just like wrote it was just like there's a huge he sort of he's just i don't know there's something about him that just him create. and james should do an album together they'd be perfect mm, that, you know, they're like back to back yeah no that that's the move i mean that that is a team up right there god damn that would be so good I'd love to see that They can call it The Chosen Ones The Chosen Ones Yeah oh, Hey and Jesus speaking of Christ.
0: Great rap team ups You know who else Came out in 2011 Oh uh, yeah Debut we, album we did Debut not, artist We did not the talk throne. about This at all The
1: Throne, so the throne. Yeah. I like that we're just sure.
0: Cheating and like Talking about like Pusha T came out Well you know Big Boy dropped His first album <laughs> like, <laughs> Look, We can
1: just talk About like good Like, just yeah. kinda- There was just so many Important things that Happened in hip hop Specifically that year And like watch The Throne Obviously like that's No doubt I heard that throne? again For the first time Recently uh, it, it was interesting to think about even at that time how much it seemed like it, um, like it, it seemed like it, uh, even by the end of that year, it had already just aged so poorly, like oh, I was literally and I This whole time,
0: but thinking like it, it holds up so well. No, it adds. <laughs> and
1: like Lots musically, I think, it, home, musically home, I think it, musically, well. I think it holds up very well. Jay right? Yeah.
2: Jay-Z. JC okay yep. i
1: think no musically it holds up very well i like it more than i remember liking it the past that i've heard it. it's a lot of fun to listen to i'm, oh d- my I'm God. talking about
2: specifically it's like some
1: of the like Lear, yeah just some of the, the braggadocio shit and like obviously there, there are some tender that's my bitch, more heartfelt some, and sensitive some, moments but, on there but there's also yeah just some misogyny and just some absurd just like rich dude talk but like it it's also there are a lot of fun moments and like it's it just it, it. It, it yeah no it, it's a lot of fun i i, I do definitely Ooh. enjoy it it's a good record that's a big year for frank ocean too yeah, I think I was but. gonna say that's another. Doesn't thank you for that. *Ultra* come out that year. Nostalgia *Ultra* does come out that year. Whoa, yes, whoa, year whoa! The year before *Channel whoa. Orange*, poppy and like yeah. so, 2011. That was like, yeah, he was again on two of those songs. I I totally forgot about *Church in the Wild* and then uh or *Church in, I think oh, in the Wild*. And there was yeah, another no, one Church too the on there that he's featured on and. Dude, uh, it just sounds so fucking great. I'm like, I totally forgot that like he was doing stuff with them before he really kind of I broke out. Like, that too. He joined out Future in 2010, was writing with Beyonce and Kanye and yeah. Jay Z in 2011 and 2012. It's just like he's on so amazing goblins. how quickly that stuff just transpired. But yeah, I always think of great New shit. Slaves
0: as being the first time him and Kanye crossed paths, but I forgot that's right. No Church in the Wild, it's straight out of the game. And gate. there's another
1: one too on there that I'm blanking there, on. Is I'm is pretty there? sure he's featured on two of them. Okay i'm pretty sure i don't remember the other one but no just in the wild for sure it was just so fucking strong i also want to
0: say i think that that album jay-z really stepped it up for like he had been having he had been like i mean obviously the like, blueprint three was gigantic but i do feel yeah. like that album was like a high point in his later career for rapping like he just like came out and just
1: pow pow
2: pow yeah. pow i mean pow. i think of classics classic that
1: man I actually I did, honestly don't think i've heard blueprint three to be honest with you i'm not yeah, I'm sure you know how. I was gonna say, I might, might recognize some of that stuff. I can't say that I am super familiar with that, like state of mind. Oh, okay, wait, because I, I I haven't heard run that it's t- that great of an album run overall. This town. We gonna run this town tonight. Uh, oh yeah, okay, I've heard that too. Yeah, yeah. there's like a interesting. Bunch of okay, there was some hits okay, on that. okay, word. But like, yeah, I I just I've gotten the impression that, that was necessarily a great record. I did not think that he was necessarily at a point in time where he was like releasing some of his better music. And it was interesting just to hear him work with Kanye, who is Death just of like two, riding high. Oh my god, <laughs> that yeah, was, it was, was like such Frank an interesting era.
0: period. Where he, well, that was like actually this is like him coming out of it in 2011, like coming out of the like. Yeah,
1: that's kind of what it seemed like for sure. Like, yeah, just we're gonna yeah not be so whatever about this, but um, it was just interesting thinking about how much better, but also how still fun still like the that worked in the drake and uh future what it had to be a live collab in 2015 like i like these collaboration records and i think both of those are a lot of fun but like this is something too where like they work so much better together and like they really like complement each other really nicely i think jay-z definitely stepped it up quite a bit and like who's actually yeah just fucking rapping his ass off keeping up with yay and it just it was a, yeah it's great it's good stuff peanut, peanut, butter, and jelly. The, peanut butter and jelly and baby too,
2: actually would that uh would that was the, the turn year before the Pluto
0: turn all the lights would that have been <laughs> been that?
1: I don't remember if you for put Kanye, anything
2: I'm out sure. there. Oh, i sorry. For Kanye?
0: No, all for Future, lights? wasn't that his? No, no, not all the lights. Uh, Doesn't Future Future has a song called Turn On The Lights? I think so. Or I Turn don't, Off The Lights, either off, or. Yeah,
1: I don't remember if he put anything out there. That. that was the year before Pluto, which is where he really kind of Real, started yeah. to ascend. But I don't, I don't know if there was a tape or something that dropped that year. But, like, yeah, he was definitely working with a lot of people. He was, like, really starting to. Um, The other artists, too, that I think about a lot, too, as far as... Well, there were, I mean, there's a handful of other stuff. The big record, as well, is uh, "Black Up" by Shabazz Palaces that I think about a lot. Have you guys ever listened to Shabazz? Mm-mm. Not really. I know you're not a digital Planets guy. I mean, we've talked about them before. And there's a long so, period. So, like, Axl Butler is just not your bag. But this is a much more interesting project you'll than find that this, group is. I
0: think you'll find this funny. There was hmm. a long period of time where, because that came out in 2011, and because "Kaput" came out in 2011, oh, I didn't we to talked about of them, this. Yeah, I thought yep. I c- always got "Destroyer" and Shabazz Palaces confused, and it's so funny now to that think is about how. Hilarious. They Yes. that
1: sound it must be but, yeah man I love Like Up have you listened to that record piano? they're a duo out of Seattle and Ishmael Butler was um I forget the name of the other dude that was in the band It's a multi instrumentalist but Ooh. uh the main vocalist rapper uh, Ishmael Butler was in a 90's hip hop group called uh, Digable Planets and um not Danny's bag whatsoever. It was, like, what was considered sort of conscious, like, golden age sort of hip-hop. Right. Um, well, it's weird, because I loved like, Tribe, and I feel like those are, like, complementary. They are. But for some reason... But they it's, just it's just never connected, which is just... Yeah, know. it's just what it is. But Jabal's Palace is it's a lot more just abstract and hazy and psychedelic-leaning. I mean, it's... Uh, yeah, just very very weird obtuse unpredictable music that like it's definitely like it's you know it's hip hop but it's you know drawing on a lot of other things it's definitely just sparser and weirder than you know a lot of things of that nature i mean they're a two-piece group and instrumentals are yeah just dark and low and heavy and just yeah it's it's very very interesting project and they've released several records since then but black op is the you know sort of the masterpiece of that and it does speak to sort of you know, a larger shift in just how many different things were happening within Habab, because, I mean, we speak to the eclecticism of, like, you know, Danny Brown, but, like, the, what Black Up was, which Bows Palaces were doing, definitely drew, um, you know, nodded more towards a lot of, like, the, uh, low-end theory, brain-feeder kind of scene, like, just That's the, true. the, uh, beat scene in L.A., which was really kind of erupting also along the time, and then you know you've got the sort of the cloud rap thing happening and you've got the, like the Noah 40 sound that's happening that you know, again very James Blake sort of negative space heavy influenced by and so like there's just so many different things colliding at once and again we talk about a lot of these masterworks coming out in 2012 but I do think like what it all sort of comes back to again is yeah I mean Drake's Take Care that that really is the lodestar kind of of i think again just like what a lot of the stuff that we talk about a lot is and i mean i I definitely need to give finally rich a listen i mean i think i'd actually be really interested in doing uh like a series on chief Keefe because he is just such (laughs) a fascinating and interesting figure that i have like so little sense of the music but it's such an un like undeniable identifiable kind of sound to me like what we drill is we can call it the the Keith catcher series the Keith catcher, Keith catcher. Oh <laughs> catch up on chief Keith. oh danny i love that so much <laughs> I love that.
2: But. but if you do you just gotta do like it's basically just a like dive on Everything, Chief Key, if you That's We'd go like project by project. We would just bow, 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 bow We bow, got to get in all of this controversy, too. So every arrest. Oh, yeah. We'll, I mean, <laughs> we'll, we'll go yeah, through we'll, them we'll, all. We'll cover uh, every the, arrest. No uh, yeah. that. That's what
1: we do here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly. There was, oh, I, all right. I, so this year we're looking at 2012. We've got these two mixtapes. <laughs> we've also got three.
1: <laughs> three, four arrests. I mean, these are. Really, Rough stuff here, but... I mean,
2: we're talking too cute. <laughs> I mean, that's possible.
1: That's possible. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's probable. There's it going to be just as many tapes as the rest that we're going to be covering on each episode, likely. but
2: mm.
0: are you, are you can I throw a question? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah go ahead. Uh, where were you at with Drake in
2: 2011, Keanu? Were you... With Drake? Yeah. He was still just, like, someone on the outskirts. Okay. I can't really say, like... I was a huge fan, but I definitely had some songs that I liked. You, know, you like weren't over. against Drake at the time, I though? I wasn't against them. I wasn't okay. against them, but I already was hearing the whole, I miss the old Drake shit. Like, really? already. Because I feel like my, my experience... references
1: that on Take Care, and it is fucking hilarious to hear that in back because it's just like, oh, what, however much you think that Drake had changed between whenever and now, it's like, this is all absolutely the old Drake. I mean, it <laughs> is so fucking funny. That's
0: weird, yeah, because I also feel like Drake to me is the artist who, in my experience of his timeline of like i just feel like he was someone where everyone was against him at first like from every different angle people just found a different way to like Hate him like.
1: Yeah, it's kind of. It, I can't even imagine who the subsect of like d- absolute undeniable day one fans for I mean, somebody yeah, like that would have there been. were
0: some because he was gigantic right out oh, of the right. Gate. But it's
1: like you would have oh, a, probably a Degrassi viewer or somebody that it was more maybe,
0: like pop fans. I feel like kind of too, just like people who yeah, were just well, like casual. M- musically, I think you, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, and it is great music, but it's like I feel like across the the ten years, I've just watched people who hated Drake at different stages be like, shit. Drake's actually really good. Like, Drake's mm-hmm. incredible, like, and then maybe, like, they shift after that, but, like, mm-hmm. so you've, but at that time, you already remember certain people being,
1: like, I'm not into this.
2: That's wild. Yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah, that's yeah.
1: so hard to imagine, and I fucking, it cracks me up. It's...
2: it's funny, but it's, like, Jake has a, like, Drake has a really interesting, like, career, because, like, then you get into like, the whole, like, culture, culture shit. Oh, um, yeah. I don't really know how I feel about that, because it's, like, he draws a lot of inspiration. He clearly grew up in like a very multicultural area in Toronto, mm-hmm. and it's just like, you can't really call him a culture vulture when he genuinely lived around it. He's seeing it being lived around him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think a
1: lot of that comes up, and it is sort of an interesting thing, because I, I like that you brought up the upbringing aspect of it, because it does, again, not feel as much of like a purely sort of like careerist, sort of you know sociopathic, you know, ascension sort of thing as much as a genuine, you know, um, manifestation of the sort of person he is and the way that he's sort of lived his life and, you know, everything about him. But that that stuff has definitely come up a lot in the you know, last several years or so. And I mean I think that like it definitely can be tough when yeah you just have like sort of an upcoming artist that just you know kind of you know puts out a single and it's just that sort of thing where obviously like either he remixes like whatever hops on a remix of it or there is something where he's just like putting out music that sounds just like that and that song gets forgotten about like like the whole drum thing is like where it immediately like, kind of came to mind where it was just like that was something where like just you, talking you, about bit, that cha-cha remix yeah using, using the, the cha-cha dream? yeah that's exactly yeah which
0: it was literally called for three days <laughs> when it first dropped it was called cha-cha remix and then you mm-hmm. like flipped
1: it the fucking title and yeah so it's just like there, yeah there's definitely something like that where you know I just it's hard to necessarily you know condone you know whatever he's doing there but i mean honestly like come on man Hotline Bling's way better than cha cha Hotline Bling blows. I I can't with Hotline Bling. I really great. that that's it's I mean. A classic. So I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. I'm, gl- I'm glad that we. And look, I Danny needs somebody else here to, that's going to love Drake because so many people that I know too just do not care for him at all. And oh, trust me. I am no, very that's type. critical need, of Drake. We need more Drake defenders, here. I'm glad that you are in Hotline Bling though, because I mean, yeah, I'm, it's I'm, just so easy to jump on so much of his stuff, and I do. You know, it's just what it is. I fall victim to it. It's not my bag, but I was I did listen to Take Care again recently. Oh, so this is what I was going to get well, at. But, I love um i just yeah so again i i think that it it is a shame with uh it, that kind of thing just how much Drake can draw from stuff without really giving a lot of due but again i do think yeah that it it, it it just kind of you know it always just feels like a sort of natural just the sort of the way that he is and i do think that like in addition to making him relevant like he's put a lot of artists on at the same time and awesome, you know, exposed yeah. people to a lot of different things that they probably wouldn't have heard otherwise I mean dance hall is just like the tip of the iceberg here yeah, I mean absolutely. it's just like Actually, really like the there's also. just there's so much that like you know, American like people that Danny was speaking to who maybe just listen to like pop radio or whatever, who there's nothing that really that specific that they're drawn towards. Like you don't to stuff that you really would not be hearing otherwise. So I think that really is a huge plus in of itself, regardless of how the artists are, whatever. It's just like, it's just a very complicated situation, but like that, I think that's just such a broad stroke to paint him with as just a culture vulture. It's just way more nuanced, but <laughs> um, I, uh, I was, I need to know how you feel about Take Care. Oh, that's where I was
0: going with this. Yeah, I'm I'm, dying. I'm more I, interested in that honestly than Live Love ASAP because. I,
1: oh, okay. Well, just because I you knew that I didn't care for Take Care and I hadn't really listened to Live Love ASAP. I mean, I um, with Take Care, I do think it's a record that I like more than I heard it the first time or the the last time that I heard it. Rather, I mean, um, it's still I think like a fairly bloated record. I mean, the track list and the songs within themselves, there are a lot of like clunky lines and. Just things that, like, I feel like just don't age well, but... I mean, it's still it's a pretty impressive record. I mean, I do think like a lot of the melodies on here are absolutely gorgeous. I do think like he what are, raps very. what's up? What are songs you like? I'm curious of this stuff. I you. I love take a shot for me. Like that song, I I absolutely like that I mel- see it And so like I I angry. Like, don't want to just say that he's doing like ripping off the weekend. Like the hook sounds a lot like the weekend to me. But they're coming out at the same time. You can't well, even that, rip. Well, though f- you
0: can because remember the he bought yeah. half the songs off the weekend. Exactly. So yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: And so, like, but he's fucking Drake, man. You know what? And I'm not saying that. Well, I'm, again, I don't think it's a weekend song. That hook in particular reminds me of the weekend a lot. But I would say the song on the whole does. I just like there are moments of it where yeah. we're just like, okay, I can hear what other about, things in here. But what about crew love? I crew love grew on me a little bit. It was not a, not a song that I liked very much. Classic. But like, I do like crew love. Marvin's room is growing on me a little bit. Headlines. What um, was <laughs> What was
0: it? Headlines. The track three. The Okay. I must be too strong, out on confident, overdose on confident. Yeah, I didn't comments. really. I don't well, I, I, I don't know if it really left much it. of an
1: impression. There was some stuff towards back, and I liked too, but no, it was definitely. It sounds better th- uh, the more that I've listened to it, and I like as much as I mean. I know that you like hearing him rap more than sing, but like he's got a great. I love. I do really enjoy hearing him sing when he's in the pocket, like Jungle. I mean, like oh, that shit. Incredible. It's just like totally. when he's really just like in it. I mean, that shit sounds so I've, fucking great. Like I, I just you, yeah. Have,
0: have I told you when I saw him live though? when he sang Jungle.
1: I don't remember if you I mean I I think yeah, I don't know.
0: It was the jungle tour and Nick and I went Oh yeah, that's what it was. I know
1: that you went on the jungle tour, but he had
0: rapped like so like he had rapped like ten songs already and he's killing it. He's like Mm -hmm. I mean it's Drake, it's like every song's a hit and he's like super intense rapping. And he's
1: at a point too where he doesn't have a ton of bloated records that he's turning behind and he's just got nothing but these are just hits, hit
0: after hit and the energy's so high and then he stops and he sings jungle and I gotta be honest, it sounded horrible. His voice was like so bad. But I Mm -hmm. mean this overall to come back as a compliment to Drake because Mm -hmm and this is the lesson i always took from it it was so bad that like you had to think everyone in the room was like embarrassed for him like it was just you have to imagine next song though he's back to rapping like nothing ever happened like his confidence is just like just as high like he recovered so quickly and so perfectly yeah Yeah, he's insane yeah like i was just blown away to see someone like in front of that many people kind of have an embarrassing moment and then just like not, like just water off the duck's back or whatever the fucking phrase is
1: like he yeah. just right on with it yeah. yeah it kind of reminds me a little bit of uh that strokes conversation we had with ward about how just the julian Casablanca was just the coolest person in the room with everyone looking at him and like he's definitely somebody that could like legitimately like just like flub a vocal note and just like act like not just like okay well, fucking whatever we're, going. We're, we're just in it like this just doesn't nest- register and like there, there's definitely something impressive about that and i like drake is yeah just with how much music of his that i don't like it's so impossible to imagine ever going to a show of his or paying money like that but i'm sure it would be Fucking great! He like, would just kill it. I
0: feel like if we no, went to a no. festival where like Drake closed or something, we had had a few drinks during
1: the day. Like, that's how it's gonna happen. It. Oh, I'd be very into it. That, that's how it has to happen. Seeing Drake at a festival is really like that's the way that it would you know yeah, it's just like that's you know an actual like tour somewhere. It's just like oh my god, go to Little yeah, Caesars in the back. To, it's uh, like really fuck no, let's go to like you know I don't know where the fuck not pitchfork but like you know it's just not Coachella ideally somewhere that's just I'm not speaking to that's a little bit you know more ideal I mean that that's the way to fucking go about it but no I think I think that is a great record and I don't know a great record it's a pretty good record pretty good leaning on great it's a great record it's very good it's legendary it's a great record that and um uh, if you're reading this, it's too late. I mean, those are like those his. Are the, those are his. Now that's his the one that made records, me like
2: really respect him as a rapper. Yeah, so that's the one. That's I'm like, I okay. mean, okay, okay I'm That's listening. like
0: another shift in his career. too, in It is. is that, feel, that was a big pivot, no I doubt. I feel like when you first hear him do uh, "Know Yourself" with the like, I was riding through the six with my woes. Mm-hmm. Like that's a whole other like. Suddenly, this whole new other dimension of Drake, where it felt
2: like things had gotten even more like nihilistic and just like. I feel like that was the start of what we'd have as modern Drake yeah okay so for me I mean for sure what a time to be alive that I was mean when peak. him and
1: Future did that that was like we, this is what Drake is going to sound like for the next decade to me that like. was <laughs> peak Drake I kind of loved like that
0: air, that summer of like macho Drake where he beat Meek Mill and he oh, was yes, really yeah. like he put on a bunch of muscle and like <laughs> yeah, he grew the beard I love that Drake like I love that like stupid superhero action figure Drake that's yep. just like this is G.I. Drake yeah, I mean, G.I. Like, G.I. absolutely <laughs> what he was doing like I was, without it, doubt no. I was in that i feel like then when he put out views that was such a letdown for me and that's sort of been for me that's like where drake's been since of like yeah
1: i think that's i mean and like especially the
0: last one like certified lover boy like the albums don't have any like shape to them anymore it's just like an excuse to make like
1: a, there's um, like a couple huge hits. The excuse to just put out more music so, on Spotify, just feed the algorithm. That's what it is. Well, there's always great songs. though Like I still want to say but that, you know, that. that's the idea. It, yes, again, it's just like a couple of like just yeah. undeniable songs yeah. with Incredible a ton songs. of filler. No, I a Certified
0: Lover Yeah, I don't either. Um, not, I don't think I've listened through it all the but way. But I mean, that's kind
1: of the approach has benefits of a last couple of records. I agree with that uh, comment about structure. Because I, I mean, again, for whatever you will say about Drake and I, don't really. Well, again, I haven't listened to a ton of those records in a while. Um, I'd be definitely curious to go back and hear some of the other ones. I remember really not like nothing was the same as well, but. Um yeah, all those records definitely had a shape to them. They were like structurally just you, like. Please I mean, listen to nothing. Was this? Can we talk about yeah, that next episode? We can for add, like two we will, minutes. Just yeah, do- no, no doubt. I, I promise you, I will listen to it. We will talk about nothing. Awesome. I, I, you know, we're not going to just have a separate Drake podcast because that would be all too easy to do. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll you know, kind of tease the stuff in here, you know, from time to time. But like, um, I do think all those records again, as much as like, yeah, take care of specifically is a little bloated, I do think like it's got a strong arc to it. It feels like it's cohesive. It feels like this all makes sense. It all like fits the idea of like what an album should be. And like the idea of him as an album artist, I think like very much holds true. Regardless of what you think about him. It's like there's a lot of care and intent put in what he's doing and it's just undeniable. He was so, taking
0: care of he was... he's he's taking care of business, baby. Yeah.
1: But uh yeah, it it that was that yeah. It's cool I think about it too just I don't know where he's at right now. Cause I do think like in another 10 years, he'll absolutely be making music, but like, it's just—it's so hard to imagine, like him, like even like caring enough to maybe craft another record that's like take care. I mean, however much he's going to experiment with the form, or say he's, you know, doing some other sort of like weird release strategy, whatever it is, just like the attention to the music and detail of like just the over, yeah, the overall aesthetic of the music he's releasing. It's hard to imagine like that sort of care put into it again, which he's, is a shame.
0: He's talked about retiring. He said before that he, right? does, that he doesn't uh, want to be like a guy who keeps doing it forever and he said before specifically like i think i might just want to be like a talk show host and just wear like expensive suits every night and talk to people and i was like
2: all right i guess that's you know who i think makes could sense.
0: just make music forever future yeah i could see if you just put out like six mixtapes every year yeah. for the rest of us be the robert yeah.
1: pollard of hip-hop was awesome I, mean, I, mean, I mean he's an artist that i absolutely love who he feels yeah. like he's been on <laughs> autopilot since uh the record day likes 20 and 2016 uh Evil. Dirty Sprite Two. Rain. I'd say.
0: Oh, I I'd love the Purple Sprite Rain two. with uh, he Dirty
1: Sprite. What was that? With Wicked. You talking about Purple Rain with Wicked? Yeah, one of those I mean, s- that's the end of the with the the. There's one the, of the- those is where it just it feels like it's just like been autopilot straight up. I mean, I do you not like Dirty Sprite Two, Keanu?
2: I liked it, but I feel like that's the point when it was just like, all right. He found his formula.
0: That yeah. was definitely when it clicked in. I feel like because what's yeah, the run? Yeah. It's it's fifty six
1: nights. Monster you got beast mode is the start of the the streak. Yeah, beast, beast mode, mode. You 56 got fifty six nights. Or no, I'm not sorry. Beast mode. It's a monster. Monster beast mode. Fifty six nights. nights. That's those three mixtapes, and, and then you've got three spray two. two. And That's like you the run. And then no. What a time to be and alive. And then you've got what a time to be alive.
0: That's when the run ends. You've got <laughs> no stop, Dylan. <laughs> Dylan, stop. Where are we at? We've got we've named off five. Because remember when he puts Four. out. No. five with one at a time that's what i'm saying all right and then he puts up purple rain yeah which is great oh, Wicked. just and use then, an adjective now. stop and then and then he puts out what's the one because I don't know if I actually it's love evil. this one evil which is all the right. one where he talks about seven rings he's Robert Ory because that yeah. was the seventh ring yeah it's a filthy a boss uh, move send up.
1: no I do like, <laughs> he's like I'm cementing right now this is number seven yeah it's sick as hell I just wish that you know the music sounded right, but you know he's uh he had an amazing run I, I like a lot of the stuff a lot and Dirty Sprite 2 for me is I think his best record but I go a bad for all those tapes and uh I think Pluto Honest told that pretty well too, but yeah, it's All been right. rough since then. All right, so I, stuff, had a, I got a question I want to ask you. But guys. yeah, we've been teasing this for a little bit. Is this the question? The looking well, back at 2011. I want to know
0: where you guys are at in terms of if you had to buy stock in some of the artists yeah. who came okay, out that yep. year that we've named yep. off. So just to like recap real quick, if you had to buy stock between like let's say, ASAP Rocky, Drake, Kendrick Lamar, Tyler the Creator, J. Cole. Danny Brown, Absol, Schoolboy Q. Sure. Yep. All those guys. Big based on ten years from now, who, who we think is still going to be putting out great music? Ten
1: years from now, twenty twenty-one or twenty thirty-one. We're yeah. looking back twenty Basically years after twenty eleven. Yeah. Anything. Who
0: is the artist that you're putting the most faith in? Tyler the Creator. Yeah, that would be my answer too. I think for sure. I th- yeah. I, I actually think that might be mine. Yep. and I'm not like a huge. You know, I'm not a huge fan. Right,
1: you you respect some of those records. I actually, enjoy a handful of them, but it's just not your bad. But I do think, like
0: in a terms small of of just handful. like if I had to like pretend to be objective for a minute, I do think he'll be the guy who's like still putting out
1: stuff that's because I feel. Well, like yeah, I was saying nobody. Can, would nobody can other... ever be objective, but you're drawing. You're being as close as you can be, just given what you know. It's like yeah, that, it's just that, like, if you look at the know. facts of the trajectory and. It, it just outside of the music itself it's like okay there's a lot here that i think makes sense like on paper it's yeah. like yeah, it's just very easy to see
0: and then kendrick i think would be another pretty safe choice with if Ke-
1: he's yeah. still making music that's the thing like in my mind with a lot that of these it. answers it really comes down to if they're yeah, still like as far as like the interest is being there because i think a lot of these guys are successful enough where they really like, could just walk away with it and do something else or not and yeah. just like it wouldn't really be a necessity for them, but...
0: Rocky's kind of walked away to some degree, right, I feel like? Yeah. I mean, yeah. at least not doing it as seriously. Or no. At least, like, he's more focused on fashion, I feel like. Yeah, yeah
2: definitely. that's definitely yeah. hard to say. So, that, that's really Congrats what it is. To him
0: and Rihanna, too. Did you guys hear? Oh, yeah. What, they're engaged? No, but, but they're having a kid together. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's exciting. I That's going to that. be the most beautiful baby. Ever, ever, like ever. just like period, point blank. Yeah, have
2: pretty Flacco. yeah,
1: Brianna, like. Oh my God, yeah, no, no doubt. This that's the is right gonna there. be just like that's the throne too scene. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so with him and too it's like again I keep going back to like with Tyler it's going to be music made in some capacity he might just stop releasing straight up studio records he's going to be doing that I think in some capacity whatsoever and like he's obviously has hands in a lot of different arenas as well but like he's always just been so consistent with the music like records releasing like clockwork every two years so it's like so hard to like imagine you know a future where like there isn't some consistency with like his recorded output but
2: I feel like he'll get really into producing because I mean with his power yeah. boy oh yeah is- all just stuff he was trying to give away. At well, some that's, point. that's yeah, stuff sure.
1: that was just gonna be for Justin Bieber or, um, uh, the guy Nikki from Minhaj. One Direction, uh, Nicki Minaj and uh, what's Maybe Zane? Yourself? I think Zane, Zane. yes,
0: yeah. yes. Yeah, I didn't know he produced yeah. them. Oh, well, he, he, he was supposed to, these, were,
1: these songs were for them. Glitter was gonna be for Justin direction. Bieber, See You There was gonna be for Zane. I mean, yeah, these were songs that was for other people, and then he just recorded on them themselves and well, various it. best songs. Um, it. were you gonna say something, Dan? I mean, I had a couple other people might as well, but I want to hear what you're going with that. No, 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 no. go ahead. Go ahead. Because it's again it's like yeah i mean i think yeah drake you could definitely see walking away jay-z and kanye for sure i mean they're getting up there well, yeah it's like yeah you know, danny brown's getting up there but i could definitely see him releasing music in some capacity 10 years from now and i don't think the throne will be putting out a record either in like 23 i prob- mean that'd
0: be funny maybe who knows oh man i would love to see that i want to
1: see the elder th- eldest
2: throne being yeah. a cast here straight dad rap oh my grandpa rap honestly though
1: <laughs> it, maybe <laughs>
2: But, yeah,
1: the thing, too, with Kendrick, I mean, he... It it honestly seems like he's gonna... Because it's just, like, with uh, his being his last record on DT, I mean, he's really taking his time with it, too. Like, you never really know with him. It does seem like he could, honestly, walk away at any point. It's become very sort of Frank Ocean-esque at this point, which is, like, who knows what's gonna happen with this guy. I mean, mean, it doesn't seem like, like he's all that invested anymore. Yeah, based on... Actually, it's funny for me, based on the
0: speculation on, like, who's gonna actually even be still rapping in 10 years, I feel like my two picks for the top are the two artists who I'm personally just the least interested in out of who we've named. Mm. Maybe not the least, but like, yeah, you know, like Tyler. I'm not a huge Tyler guy, but I have faith that he'll be doing it. And then, honestly, I think J. Cole's still probably going to be putting out... He's gonna 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 say, like you're they're they're getting better got,
1: and better. You've got more interest in Absol
0: and Tyler the Creator? Well, I'm not, I gotta be honest. I'm not even thinking about Absol or Schoolboy Q. I kind of feel like no, they're I know. not I the I know like you're like you're cream not, of the crop of those other guys. You're not trying to keep guys. this in the
1: conversation. <laughs> honestly, yeah, I'm squeezing
0: them out. Which is <laughs> totally fine. Absol's
1: done. Like, what the fuck? Like, right or no? Yeah, no, I mean, I honestly, again, it's hard to... I mean, even with the last like score record too, it's like, it, it, who the fuck knows what's gonna happen? It's it feels like they definitely could be done, but like, you know, I don't know. Mm. It's Am I to say, out of the mix
0: on that? Am I wrong or is that I have, still uh, I, making I, records? I just never, I haven't heard that name even in like.
2: I absolutely. He put out a record a couple years ago. Yeah, he's supposedly putting something out pretty soon. Okay, all right. I just. What just I've heard.
1: Yeah, I I don't know anything. On Maybe that, I'm that, not on out of the mix, camp. and that's on me.
2: No,
0: no,
1: it's, it's yeah. totally totally I mean, <laughs> you
2: can definitely I mean, Black Hippie stays. Pretty silent, so yeah, yeah. Like all of Top Dog says, pretty silent, so yeah. And I, feel
1: <laughs>
0: right. like, I feel like Top Dog's even moved on to like a new generation where it's like about siza and like Isaiah Rashad now,
2: and like yeah, they're really like. It seems like they really want to tap into R and B, and I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's been the that. sort of shift with the, I mean, even the signings
1: that I'm blanking on post uh, Zion. Yeah, this is. I mean, it's, uh, I do think, yeah, they're moving, they're shifting, they're broadening out a little bit, and it's cool to see, and I wish that, yeah, they, because I mean, there's just so much drama surrounding those artists with, like, black records being held up at various points in time, but, like, yeah, I, I hope that stuff gets resolved and they put out, you know, the music that these artists sort of men are recording, because I've got some very interesting voices. On that label, but I want to see it resolved. I want a resolution and I want to get year. the scissor record, man. We've been waiting resolution. on the scissor record for almost five years now. Like, Wait, this shit's been done. Has it really been there? Oh, long? yeah, dude. Oh, my God. You're like, right, I mean, that, that, was- that one specifically, but like, I mean, even with the Zy record, like, that was held up a little bit. That? It's just like, let's, I mean, these guys have records they want to put out. I mean, come on, come on, guys. Wow. Um, I don't know the specifics, but like, I just, I see her just bitching about this shit from time to time. It's like, yeah, this is pretty ridiculous. Um, but. Uh yeah, no, those are I think Jay Cole's to say that I think um yeah, other people that we mentioned, because it's like I could I could honestly see like run the jewels or like Killer Mike and LP doing something and like some capacity ten years from now. Like it might not be just like what we think of as one of the jewels records, but like he's such a lifetime rapper that like even if he is just like straight up doing social work and advocating full time, he's probably gonna be putting out records in some capacity. I would I would not put that past him at all, but yeah i think everybody else i could see really moving on just retiring because they
2: don't need to be doing anything else it's but, funny oh go ahead in, uh pitching bitching about uh not being able to put out that record it's like i always keep thinking like every artist should just stay independent because i like, the record labels just screw you over
1: and labels have just seemingly become so uh, obsolete as yeah. uh, shifts in technology continue to evolve and yeah. you know distribution models evolve. It's just like I mean, you don't need them for distribution.
0: You don't need them for PR. Yeah, You've got it's social like social media. Anyone can upload to Spotify.
1: If you're able to just like you know tap into a local scene and you know sort of just cultivate a following on you know various platforms. It's, I mean, I, I can't speak to this really myself with experience, but like yeah, we are at a point where it's just more viable than any other point in the past to be able to sustain an independent career and in that way but i mean right. you know you gotta do what you gotta do and you know i'm not gonna <laughs> that, no, we, we have no have have, idea what there yeah, is still like what factors people aspect. need to have yeah i mean yeah, it's just like they have access people to in like, the industry it's like i mean you just you, you can't like overlook media, a lot of that stuff but like mm-hmm. yeah it's it's more possible than it ever has. these um, days
0: i feel like it's more like a stamp of approval sort of or like validation yeah. it's like oh they're on that label like it lets me know that like They
2: got good stuff. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. They got connections. They're real people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, That's funny because it's like 2011 was really kind of that point where independent artists were really like just kind of like taking their baby steps but then they start taking off later on you know
1: mm-hmm.
2: i mean in chance a couple years later then be yeah, like the
1: kendrick chance asap rock with the sony deal tyler with the uh, sony deal in 2013 i mean it was just like there were a couple of these guys that were either putting out stuff on independent labels releasing them for free i mean triple x was released for free or yep. i think it was through fool's Gold, but it was released for free online and then he signed to uh oh what the fuck was that after that, um, Totally Black it, but, like, yeah, it was a, a much bigger, like, independent label, so, I mean... Oh, no, he, signed, he fucking signed to Warp Records. I mean, it was mm. just, like, crazy. So, yeah, I mean, like, if, for this period of time, like, 2010, 2012, yeah, there was a lot of this shit happening, and um, well, I was, was alluding to the changing of the guards thing earlier on. Was there something else you were going to bring up with this, name? Um, mm. The year before that, obviously, we had My Beautiful Director's of Fantasy, which was an incredible prog rap record, just an absolute opus, you know, front to back. Um, And you had... Uh, earl sweatshirt's debut mixtape earl which Ooh. was sort of what you know helped catapult odd future and do sure. uh Atlanta, an, an incredible mixtape you know just front to back but like a very very opposite ends of the spectrum and you know kind of like showed a lot of just how eclectic and weird and diverse rap was going to be and like kanye was sort of peaking in mm-hmm. his own way at that moment or was just starting but it was like not necessarily changing the guard but like a very specific way in hip-hop where like there were a lot of new sort of sounds and styles that again we're alluding to congealed in the next couple of years but mm-hmm. uh in i both of your guys' opinions where do you think uh like as far as like artists this year, who or the last year, last handful of years, who we're going to be talking about like ten years from now is like shaping the next ten years. So we're talking about going the distance, and I do think like Tyler is going to influence a lot of other artists, you know, moving forward within this span of time. But you know, it also obviously like Girl sweatshirt within his own lane to a much larger lesser mm-hmm. degree. I'd also throw out Playboy Cardi and Lil Uzi Vert as artists that like are Ooh, going to continue definitely. to just like. You know, putting out good records and like really being incredibly like influential in their own respects. I mean, they all come to mind like immediately. Do you guys have uh, people that come to mind for you?
2: Hmm. In terms of people that are going to be like making music later on, make
1: music influential, just like just people that you think are going like, to kind of just go the distance that are you know currently
2: doing you know stuff right now. You're definitely right with Playboy Cardi and Lil Uzi. They're going to be influencing a lot. I want to say Isaiah was shot. A lot of people are going to be taking notes from him. Mm, okay, interesting answer. Yeah, because or- I mean, R&B. I feel like it's starting to make a little bit of a come up now. A lot more people are more interested in that now, rather than uh. Well, right now it's like the trap music era, but it kind of seems like uh. The energy-wise, in oh, music, yeah, it goes up and down, and what's popular. I, mean, I would say pop is at a very sad, dejected, slow place right now. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, emo music and you know traditional guitar bass and emo rap are just so prevalent that mm-hmm. it would be interesting to see a lot of that stuff kind of crest into a huge resurgence in like R and B music because there was a lot of that too with like the beginning of the decade with mm-hmm. Frank Ocean, The Weekend, who we talked about in particular, and Drake, but like also like your How to Dress Well's and your All Try New Ways and a set of stuff like that that I think are sort of you know, producers like Clams Casino and Arab Music who I actually did bring up earlier released a great record that year they were kind of bridging the gap between that kind of worlds and uh, like hip-hop like a lot of yeah stuff from I'm going to say Lil B and A$AP Rocky to I, I don't Dress Well Burial uh, you know uh tori moa new just a lot of stuff like that the really wispy spectral kind of like alternative r&b and it's interesting to think about how a lot of us got morphed into the idea of what like the weekend and frank and drake were doing and you know just how much uh you know hip hop is thought of as like you know one of the dominating genres of the last decade or so but r&b is something that still doesn't i don't think get a ton of uh doesn't seem to have have this huge cultural impact in the moment that hip-hop has and it'd be cool to kind of see some of that stuff bubble back because there have been some incredible records not even outside, well outside of the people that we've been talking about but it is just not doesn't have that same cultural cachet in the
2: moment and i'd love to see that kind of shift more i feel like it could get at that moment it could get that moment as long as people like are really into it and really loving it and just put out what they love i think that it has its chance to shine
1: I'm going MGK and Kid Leroy. MGK is a good answer. MGK Kid Laroi is going to do a shoegaze he, album in 2031
0: he, he, that changes everything.
1: Yeah, that's fair to point. Yeah, shoegaze. I think so. Um,
0: First, he brought back pop punk. Then he'll do like he'll bring back hardcore. Well, then post hardcore. And then he'll do. Sort of like I definitely a, feel you there. And then he'll bring back shoegaze. That
1: is the natural sort of progression. I mean, the the, the fucking hardcore shoegaze pipeline is so fucking intense right now. And, and then he'll do like a 80s sort of war on drugsy like singer songwriter yeah by 2040 i think
0: that's what i'm gonna gonna have my eyes on
1: maybe i could see him like pivoting to do a do a new wave thing first and then just a real heartland synthy record like following the the suit of that little keyboard tie yeah yeah that that makes a lot of sense i could see that from gk um Kid Leroy, it's, it seems so early to say with him. No, but, I know. Yeah. I, I, I know. I was like, he, you know what? Like, I love the idea of uh, you seeing a ton of potential in him. From I haven't listened to like anything. Just like, it's so hard to imagine him doing anything. You know, all that interesting. But like, I'd love to see it. Like, I sincerely, hope that he goes a distance. But you know who's to, who's I mean, to say not us but not Cam, to, I, mean, you this prime. I mean it's it is it's,
2: yeah <laughs> you heard, like some of his stuff that he's done with like uh juice world like on his unreleased stuff
1: no mm-hmm.
2: pretty good is it yes Does, i mean like the stuff
0: i've heard from him i do like like, like, like stay or whatever with justin bieber and mm-hmm. there was one other song like just like it, I, I, okay i shouldn't say like it like i'm not something i'm gonna put on but like it's also stuff that I feel like I'm just like a little too old for maybe at this point or something. Like it does feel like it's made for like a
1: generation mm-hmm. yeah. below me or so. I don't know. I don't fucking know. No, absolutely. Yeah. i am mean, being just feeling really, about it. I hope that we revisit hip hop in some just specifically in twenty thirty one and look back we're gonna on. Come some back. Of stuff, we're gonna do a time
0: capsule office. So we're gonna look back at this one and
1: yeah. see Ooh, what I we were right about. See yeah. what we forgot and fucked up and, and see who stocks did the best. Yes, that's right. Tower stock rich. is gonna be fucking soaring. Uh, yeah, if you had oh, invested yeah. in 2011, oh my god you would never have to work again yeah, you should be chilling <laughs> yeah all your stock
0: in the like odd future basically
1: yep. Ooh,
0: pretty much well should i go get him we got one more guest
1: yeah i think you should bring him in this is about uh time of the uh, you know occasionally we'll wheel doc rock into here and have him spit some truth for us i'm gonna go get yeah him. get him bring him on in so yeah, we like to just alternate between me recommending uh, five of my favorite records in the last couple of weeks or so, and then Doc Rock will come by and just recommend a rock doc. Oh hell yeah! Hey Doc. Hey hey. Us- hey bud. It's good to be here. Good to have you back.
0: You know what? We're at, we're nearing the end of the season, Dylan. I'm going to do a big reveal right now. Oh shit! I can't wait. You know what? Mm. I'm Doc Rock.
1: Whoa, oh, that's so a bombshell. go one in the same. Two,
0: that's going to be a real cliffhanger, I think. It's like, well, not a cliffhanger because I just revealed. You it, did reveal gonna be, it. It's going to be like, wow, what?
1: Dealing with the fallout of that. Yeah, that's me. It's
0: Danny. All right, anyways, God, yeah, it's so hard to wrap my head around. <laughs> it's
1: just like the walking out of the room and walking back in looking completely different. Oh so my God! This, on, beard on, this, this disguise beard. is unfucking real. And I got a, I got a pirate fucking. Pirate I job. need to to process hatch. this. You go ahead and just you know, get into give it. Give your doc. Alright, so my
0: my rock doc of the week is a pretty obvious pick. It's the biggest rock doc. I feel like there's been. In the last year, I think. I was Maybe hoping, the Velvet Underground yeah, one. I was
1: really waiting for you to do the Velvet Underground one. I'm, I'm glad that we're it. finally talking about it. I
0: threw my money to Disney and not to oh. Apple, because we're going to be talking about Get Back the Beatles doc real quick, Cool. which I have just been obsessed with. I just finished watching it actually before you got here. It's eight hours. You watch part three? Oh, yeah, dang. I watched all three parts. It's eight Wait, hours. I'm sorry. So there are three parts. Each one's eight? Each one, no, each one is like, Altogether, two a, and a two, half hours. Two and a half hours. Okay, that hours makes sense. About, like,
1: I, 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 right, that, yeah. So I'm sorry. I was just like, I, I, it was a weird kind of. Dylan, you there. gotta watch it. Okay? I, I'm going to watch it. Give my word.
0: Gotta watch oh, it. Oh, hell yeah. I'm Eight
2: telling. hours of a documentary. Eight hours,
0: yeah. So this is okay. them in their last year, 1969. They break up in 70 at the beginning. This is January of 69. The plot of it basically is they're meeting up in the studio. And they've got three weeks to get an album recorded and film a TV special because Ringo has to go film a movie. So, it's like they're on a time crunch. And so, the movie is Peter Jackson went back and got all this footage from recording it. He connected it all, just made this, like, beautiful picture. And it's just, like, incredible to see them in their last year. Like, you see that it, it like... There are fights between them, and George quits at one point, and like they're <laughs> under a ton of stress because, like, now they've lost four more days because George fucking quit, and they gotta like switch studios and shit. And, but you also see them having so much fun and just literally like,
1: writing songs in the moment, like, it, oh, there's the get back with. Yes, Ooh, oh, look so at you're that. familiar with it. Have you been watching? I haven't watched any of it. I just, okay. I've heard, look, I'm, I'm like deeply embedded in music right Twitter. Like, yeah. I just, like... these things come into my That's my dad like, was excited about too. He's I like, just, I, I love the spontaneity of what that. You know what? What it, what it sounds like. There's a lot of in this, and like even if I wasn't a Beatles guy, like it's kind of that sort of thing is just undeniable for somebody like me. Where it's just like literally just the intimacy of being in the studio with them as they're just working on.
0: It. I mean, that's just so cool. Like, the biggest takeaway for me that I was most blown away by is I didn't realize. So they put out two albums. They're recording two albums at this time without realizing it. They've got songs from Let It Be and they've got songs from Abbey Road that they're mm-hmm. working on. So it's a huge catalog there. And i was aware of that already what i didn't realize though is that they're also throwing in solo songs that wouldn't come out till after they broke up so john's playing this different version of jealous guy he's mm. doing give me some truth george is doing all things must pass and he's mm. doing like, i mean it's just like insane to watch them run through all these like incredible beautiful songs we're doing great on time here. anyways <laughs> yeah so th- i mean it's just like they've got like a, i want it's got to be like somewhere between like 40 and 50 songs that are all just these legendary like I life-changing
1: mean, songs that those solo records like immediately following their breakup were enormous like it's just so cool to see i mean george in particular just like legitimately just completely peaking as a songwriter or that maybe not uh, peaking might not be fair to say but like absolutely coming into his own as a singular voice like the um white album is really kind of the beginning of that but like you know all things must pass i mean incredible like just to hear, see some of that stuff come to life and like a you know Plastic album, band i'm sure like they've done it's either
0: a triple album or it's a quadruple album all things must pass i mean he i think it's a quad so much music. Maybe it's triple,
1: i don't know i don't know but it's enormous yeah it's it's and it's fucking great it's really really i mean i love that album but it's like insane. it's just so cool to think about because it was yeah that was just like right on the heels of that and to think that like some of the songs could have ended up there the way this stuff comes together and it's just yeah, it's just so kind it's of fascinating. Be- it's
0: beautiful too to watch like the Beatles sing harmony on All Things Must Pass. Like it's mm. like, gore- like yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't like it's just gorgeous to watch. And like the other fun thing is seeing just like how how goofy they are in the studio and they're just doing so many joke songs and like
2: mm-hmm.
0: they're so funny. Like and then like my favorite line in the whole thing is there's a point where John has I forget what the idea is, but he has some good idea and one of the suits compliments him and he's like. Great idea. He's like, I have a great idea all the time. I'm literally a beetle, you know? Like, it's just like, they're like really cocky too. It's just, I don't know. It's fun. It's. That sounds fun. Get back. 10 out of 10. Doc Rock approved. Gotta see it. I gotcha. you. Yeah.
1: I'm looking forward to it. Man. I really am. It's gonna be fucking great. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, amazing! I just like this footage, really, like you know, has congealed into an actual thing that had survived the test of the time. That you know, we're able to. It's surreal. Man. It's, it's it, it it does like again. Just there isn't a lot of uh stuff just from the '60s that just isn't like just super grainy and like you know. It's just like it's weird. weirdest like something like that that is just so well realized. is kind of like surreal, just in and of itself. So. It's one of those it's that I cool. feel like I'm
0: gonna rewatch like three times within the next like two years, like mm-hmm. for sure. It's just yeah. yeah. Very cool. All right. All right. So hey, looking forward, we got one more episode left of the season.
1: Two, two. What else do we got besides the? uh We're gonna have uh year end and then one other one that oh, we talked about this a little bit, but so we're just the... gonna talk some songwriting. Okay. All right. In yeah, general sense. Should. All right. So we got two more coming up. Yeah. Then guys. Then we'll close out. Who, who? I mean, you know, I'm sure a very short break before you get busted on the doors again for season two, but no. you know, it has been what it was. Thank you for coming by, Keanu. It was great having you
2: here. Absolutely, it was great being here. Thank you for having me. Kevin, yeah, thank you for
0: putting us onto that Nickelodeon comp too. Oh hell I'm yeah. I'm gonna be on eBay looking for that.
1: Oh yeah, so if there's anything to take away aside from some of the records that you know we've been talking it's really the Nick comp and Flock of Belly just in mean, pair very well together, get it going. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> XC out baby. XC out.